When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Welcome, everybody, to episode four of Lost in America. My name is Turner Sparks. I'm Kaplan. Kaplan is here. I'm here. We're doing it. We are live. We're in our friend's studio somewhere in the middle of Manhattan. We have upgraded. We've upgraded big time. I'm not going back to Brooklyn. We're going back next week to Brooklyn. Fuck. But for now, we're in this amazing studio. There's, I think they record music here. I'm not... uh, Our friend, our our friend from Venmo... Uh, our buddy Ikram owns it. We came to him because we're going to bring him on in a few minutes. You might remember him from the time he sold me a Jeremy Macklin jersey. <laughs> or I sold him a Jeremy Macklin jersey for $500. He bought a jersey off Kaplan for 500 and then the next week bought another jersey off him for $1,000. And uh, in return, we're using his <laughs> studio for free. We're using his awesome studio. It looks like, yeah, I feel like mixing an album together. So yeah, space. so he's going to be on later. We have an update coming up in the news section about Rabbi McDreamy yes, from episode found, two. Rabbi McDreamy has surfaced. We, we tracked him down, we tracked him down yes. on the internet. I don't know if he wanted to be found, but we found him. We got our best people on it, yes. and we know what he's up to, so stick around for that right now. Uh, Mott, you can follow me on Twitter at Turner B. Sparks. You can follow Kaplan at MIKaplan11 on Twitter. You can go to turnersparks.com. We also have a Kung Fu comedy show coming up November 16th with Monroe Martin. Joe Schaefer, who was on last week, will be on the show. I'll be on it. Jamie Roberts, Gus Tate, Andrea Jones-Roy, tons of good comedians. Kaplan will be there. In the audience. In the audience. And Kaplan, you had a plug last week. Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. That plug is over. Oh, no, I'm not plugging anymore because oh, last week I tried, to do, I tried to be, you know, plug a charity that I was helping with. I thought that would make me a good person. I go to heaven and all that. Yeah, not and happening. No, instead I almost lost my son because of it. Yeah, well, okay, so let's get to it because we're starting, very different, we're starting this episode with Lost in America. Kaplan's got one. I've I got, got my one. own version of literally Lost in America. Kaplan's got one. Um, we, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Let's go cue ahead. the music. Cue it. Lost in America moment. Play it. Amazing tunes every single time. <laughs> They're getting bigger. Yes, they are. I think they They're might moving make up the it. charts. I think Talking Heads we need to have a soundtrack album we release. <laughs> yeah, we do. Like Starbucks has, a st- you know, Starbucks has soundtracks. Right. I think there's money that is made by the artists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My dad was actually a- actually asking me. He's like, "How much do you pay this? Uh, oh boy, these characters." And yeah. I'm like, "What, Huey Lewis?" Yeah. I can't wait till all of our episodes are off of iTunes because of this. Once. Well, we have a lawyer, a uh, blue shirt. We got to bring him in at some point. <laughs> our, he'll be on a future Special episode. counsel to the, show, to the yeah, podcast. We need, we need to bring him in to find out what we need to do. But let's get to it. You're lost in America. What happened? Well, you know, so Halloween was yesterday, uh, my birthday. But the day before, we had the Halloween parade in Long Island City, which is not like the Halloween parade in the West Village, which 
I don't know if you got to experience or not yesterday, but is a no. rambunctious good time. But this is more of a fa- family good time. We get all the kids together, and it's not really a parade. There's no floats. You just it's just walking, walking okay. down the street. <laughs> it's it, it's it's really the most inefficient trick or treating is all it is. You're just walking with kids. There's like hundreds, hundreds of kids and do people give them candy and you're walking down the main drag vernon boulevard and it's like stores and restaurants and um yeah they all have candy but you're just it's not efficient at all you're fighting with like you're just get through <laughs> a little door in- there's like kids are you know it's like it's uh, every man for himself and how many just, kids out there i mean there was i didn't know over hundreds and hundreds of kids like okay. over a thousand people but so, you know, you just sort of let, like, I let my four-year-old just go. I just let him, like, run to stores <laughs> by himself because I could not. I'm watching the two-year-old. We got a stroller for some reason. It, it just, you know, whatever. You get, they get a, they come back to you. It's like a boomerang. There's candy. They come. They get. Okay. So, we, you know, we go through the whole street, and then at the end of the street was the restaurant, Mandicati's, that I mentioned. From Mandicati's Restaurant. Yeah, exactly. That's the official <laughs> Italian restaurant of the pod. And, um, you know, we get to the restaurant, and we go in to this charity event. And very good, happy to see it's packed house. There were, I think, uh, 200 people there. How many of the listeners? I, I many, Hund- many listeners. Hundreds, I'm yes, sure. Yes, everyone came up to me. Um, but um, we walk in, and, you know, everyone's mobbing me because I'm a big star now and want to talk to me. And Obviously. I'm with my daughter, Ruby, and, you know, my wife's checking us in. And all of a sudden, we're walking into the area, and I say, you know, where's Teddy? Teddy's the four-year-old. Yep. No one's seen Teddy. And I'm like, he must be here somewhere. Can't find him. So how, how long earlier had he... Well, we had just walked in. And had he supposedly boom the boomerang theory? Yeah. Well, he'd been doing that all day, the boomerang theory. But we walked in, and he seemed tired. He was kind of just like very melancholy as we got in there. And uh, so I we dumped off Ruby with uh, with another family to watch her, and we went outside thinking. I mean, I, I still thought he was in the restaurant, but I thought just in case I should cover, I should go outside. Okay. And I'm looking around, and it's really a hard day to find a lost child as Halloween because well, when there's thousands of other kids and they're, they're wearing masks, they're all in costumes and. <laughs> And they're all in st- all these kids things look similar. They're just similar colors, and and I just was figured he must have gone to a, like the store, and I'll wait for him to come out. What and was his costume? He was. It was. A, it's a show. Blaze and the Monster Machine. It's you wouldn't know it. He's I a don't monster know. truck driver. Popular. I, I guess I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there hundreds of blazes running there around? No other blazes actually, but there were a lot. They, they, there was a lot of Paw Patrol, which looks similar. If you want, to know the, <laughs> if you want to know the truth of it. So anyway, we uh, I. I made the mistake of thinking like Teddy would think on a normal day, which is <laughs> there's a pizza place he loves really close by, and we had just walked in there, and I wouldn't let him stay. I thought he must maybe he went back there. So yeah. I went that way into the pizza place, and now I'm running into like people who have kids in his class, and they're all on talk to me, and I'm like... They won't talk to I don't want to... No, they're trying to talk to me. Like, they oh. see me, and you don't want to be like, I got to go, I lost my kid, because then you look like a bad parent. Sure. But you also are like, I got to go. I lost my kid. <laughs> so I went the other way. And then my wife's talking to a police officer. Oh, my and gosh. I have to always try to remain calm because I'm like, you know, that's like the balance in a relationship. Like, yes. I'm the guy. I Someone's have to be, a calm one. I have to be the calm one. Um, you know, I have to be like W when he heard about 9-11 and he had to like. Exactly. You got to keep reading. I gotta, you kept reading the goat book. So yeah. that's me. <laughs> Never Michael leave the Michael Moore would think I'm a terrible parent because I'm remaining very calm. But someone has to exude confidence. Exactly. So I went back in the restaurant. No sign of him. Freaking out a little bit. Go back outside. This time I go the other direction. And I'm running and I'm seeing like lines for this haunted mansion. He's not in the line. Which would be ironic because he actually <laughs> waited in line once when he was at us. <laughs> I make it halfway down, like all the way to the end. And then I turn around and I'm running the other way. And then I see some woman waving at me. And she's with a police officer. And she's there with my son. 
<laughs> she was just a mom who saw a child. He made it, I think, four blocks away from us. And what did he? How did he notify her that he, he didn't? Was she lost in America. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> she just went up to him and said, uh, "Who is your mom?" And he's like, "Randy." And she's like, "It were like I don't know." And he, oh my she gosh. just could tell he was lost. And, and maybe she'd seen something. I I don't know if someone said something to her because word spread. Um, brought in a police officer. He just looked very normal. How long was he gone for? I think it was like at least 10 minutes, maybe 15. Oh and I said to him, where were you? Like, why did you run off? Yeah. And he just looked at me and said, I wasn't done trick-or-treating. <laughs> and, you know, and the truth is he was past the end of trick-or-treating. And the only thing I can think of he was going is there's a strip club. <laughs> a really, really shady strip club. The kind that doesn't charge a cover charge. And doesn't card. It doesn't card. There's, like, some old dudes always hanging out there. Like, it's like four-year-olds. Come on in. I mean, they might let four-year-olds go in this place. It's the Riverhead. <laughs> they, official. Uh, oh, they have a great brunch, I heard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, All you can eat surf and turf. So it was a happy ending, but then he had to go back to this party, you know, this charity. And it was very awkward because we looked like the worst parents in the world. Yeah. And I just had to get drunk then. Oh, my gosh. Just hammered home. Yeah, that would be the only way to end that. Yeah, right? so my son was lost in America. You stepped into the... I'm the bad dad. Well, let me prove I'm the bad dad. I'm just going to embrace if it. If you're yeah. going to think it anyway. I'm just going to stand here and get drunk and let him run around. And I'm just assuming it's pouring outside. He's not going to leave again because it started raining. So, yeah. But. Well, mine. Okay. So I had yesterday for us was Halloween. It'll be two days from now when this podcast comes right, out. Right. Right. But it was Halloween. This is my first Halloween back in America in 12 years. And um, this is my lost. And I. Okay, so I come outside at like three in the afternoon. I've never lived anywhere in my life that had trick or treaters ever. What do you mean? They well, have trick or treaters in Sacramento? What? Not in the suburb, in the the hills, the be- beautiful hills uh, <laughs> where gold was discovered. Wow! Outside of Sacramento, you'd have to. It's a mile between each house, you know. You, and so, so what do you do on Halloween there? You your parents drive you to the into town, which are the suburbs. Uh, okay. And then you get to the suburbs and you trick or treat there. But no one trick or treats at our house. Plus right. when you're a little kid, you're not responsible for giving out the candy. Right, right, right. Okay. So And ne- then in China, no one they, no one trick or treats. Like right. they just started doing Halloween at like kindergartens and stuff, but the trick or treating thing hasn't cut on. Right, right, right. So I never lived anywhere. And so then I come out at like three in the afternoon and my landlord's like standing there and she's like, oh, just to let you know, she's an older lady, she's probably like 65, 70. She's like, just to let you know, our neighborhood is the biggest neighborhood in Brooklyn for trick-or-treaters. So there's going to be a lot coming by. You need to go out. You should get some candy now. And then everyone sits on their stoop and when they come by, we give out candy. Oh, so you don't make the kids do a walk-up? They don't no, make, they, you no because I'm. You have to knock on the door and then go right. up two flights of stairs to get into my apartment so to get into so, our so studio. Everyone in your building can, pools their candy together. Yeah, so everybody sits on the stoop. It's like it's a oh, big hangout, wow. like a Fourth of July thing. Everyone hangs out. You sit. Right. Some people get lawn chairs and then you just hand out candy okay. as the kids walk by. So I'm like, oh, okay. So that kind of ruined my evening because <laughs> I wasn't planning on. I was gonna go out and go to do some shows. Well, you don't have to do it just because your landlady says so. Well, I was like on the border. Right. I know, but I, she made it seem like you did. Right. She was okay. like, "You're gonna let down the neighborhood, let down me." <laughs> she lives two doors away. Right. So she was really putting the pressure on me, like, "Keep up," you know. Right. Right. This is how America is. You got to keep up with the neighbors. I've heard. Right. And you got to right. impress her. You just got to town. Yeah, I want to impress she's her. Skeptical. I want to extend my lease, maybe. Right. You know? And uh, I don't know if Halloween's riding on right. that. You also got to spread the word about the pods. Yeah. You Every kid who comes by. So she's my- like, listen, everything last year was great, but you didn't really come out on Halloween. So, you know, you got to move. Right. Exactly. Lease over. Lease over. So how am I going to explain that to my new wife? Yeah. Right. And um, so then I'm like, okay, well, crap, you know. So I, I go to the store. There's no, they run out of candy. So I go to another store, they run out of candy. Finally, I find a Rite Aid and they have like the crappiest 
It's like two $6 things of bags of candy, you know, the mixes of like <laughs> right. the Tootsie Pops. Trying to buy candy at like five o'clock on Halloween. Is- yeah, disaster. So I get it. I go home. As I'm walking home right now, it's like 5.30. Kids are already out trick-or-treating. I didn't realize they come out from like 4 to 6, 5, 6. Yeah, know? they come out early. Really I was, early. I it was, was startled by it. Seriously. It was done by like 7.30, I would say. So anyway, I'm walking home at 5.30, and I'm looking at my... It's true. There's millions of trick-or-treaters, but I'm looking at my neighbors as I'm walking back. Every stoop... First of all, it's completely decorated. It's bright. There's one guy on his playing an acoustic guitar singing wow. Halloween songs. She's come to your neighborhood. He's written. Yeah. Other people, you can go inside to their house. It's like a whole haunted house they've set up, you know? And uh, then, but every couple, it, first of all, it's couples at minimum. <laughs> Mostly it's whole families, <laughs> right? Everyone's dressed up. So if it's couples, it's older people in like their 70s, and they're right. like, oh, hey, kids. And the wife is always the one giving out the candy. Right. At the worst, the closest to me is a couple like in their 40s and the wife's giving out the candy, right? And so I'm walking back. I'm like, well, how, you know, right? how's this going to work? Yeah. I'm a single guy. I have no costume. And as I'm walking back, I'm like, also, my stoop's not lit up at all. There's no decorations. And I realize my neighbors, they're gone. Like the people who live on the floor below me, who I thought we were going to be like a group Doing this together are nowhere. They, all, they knew better. They've been here before. Yeah, they're out in Manhattan somewhere. You gotta, yeah, you should. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. So I, mean, I know I should have just got out of there, but I was, I fell under the pressure of my landlord. And so then I'm like, all right, well, I don't know. So I go upstairs, I put the candy in a bag. I've never felt more like a pedophile in my life. It's like getting all this right. candy out to give to little kid. like, hey, kids. You should dress it in a van <laughs> as a costume. <laughs> I should have got an Uber van to pull up and just park yeah. there for two hours. Did you hours. get a costume or so you like just... No, I didn't have anything. Oh. I put on a golf hat. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it was like a master's hat. You should put I on a King's jersey or something. I, I had nothing. Peja. And so I'm like, well, all right, I'm going to give this a shot. you know. And so I go outside. My First of all, my landlord's not even out. I look over. She's not there. The guy next to me, next door, is... Uh, is I don't know. He's, he's, some, he's some writer. He wrote the... Hamlet or whatever it's called. He wrote Hamlet? Not Hamlet. What's <laughs> the one in New York? What's the Hamlet? Hamilton. Uh, oh, the, 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 guy, Ham- the guy who wrote Hamilton was, the, trigger, was out next thing. Next no, to he lives next door, but he wasn't even out. Oh. He's the next door guy. Oh. So he's not out. And I'm then, going to see Hamilton tonight. So dog. it's an entire empty block on my side, completely dark, except me. Right. I sit on the stoop with like a bag full of candy and a golf hat. And I'm there, and families start walking by, and they're like so nice to the, the, the acoustic guitar guy, right. the people who have the haunted house. They get to me, the parents look at me, push their kids, and just like walk faster <laughs> away from me. And I'm just like, what? Do, I'm like, hey, candy. I don't know. Do you have a boner or something? Like, what is, <laughs> what's the problem? Well, because I'm used to. Okay, it's sometimes when you stand up. They you got to stand at like you, you got to stand at the door and be like, hey, we want to see a show. Who wants to see a show? Right. You know, so I'm doing that with. I'm like, hey, anybody want hey. candy? Free candy? <laughs> Who wants candy? Free candy? You're, hey. over, you're overselling it. You have <laughs> to harder to get. Free candy, kids. Nobody's running up to me going trick or treat, but they're doing it to everybody else. I sit up there for five minutes. Five embarrassing, the most the most embarrassed I've been in America so far in the past two months. Just lamenting the fact that my wife isn't here yet, still in China. I'm like, if Yayu was here, this would be easy. She would be here next to me. And then I'm thinking, like, I don't even want this candy. Right. When am I going to eat this? So now what do I do with the candy? Right. 
So I now, so I just defeated after five minutes of feeling like a pedophile. But where was your, where was your landlady? She was gone. She, she wasn't there. She was out at some party or something. She wasn't. You even, were the only one from the building. Yeah, the only one in the whole block. <laughs> they, they, maybe that's a thing they do, a hazing ritual. But they get the new guy. Yeah, proud. Yeah, next they're going to make me chug beer. I don't know. But the people across the street, well, there was all lit up, you right. know? So I, These kids must be bucks up. If they're not, they're not taking risk on me. They don't even have to say trick-or-treat to the right aid people. Right. Like we would, I remember when I was trick-or-treat, you would go any shady house, you'd go knock on the door. Right. Well, like you said, some dude in a van. You'd be like, "Yeah, whatever." I'll did your take mom it. cut your candy up to see if there's any razor blades? Or no, not at all. Uh, we just went for. There it. was a year where my mom was all into that, but then I think then she realized. Anyway, take our chances. All right, let's get to our. Should we get to our guest? I think we should get to our guest. Let's do it. All right, so this is exciting. We're in our uh, new sponsors. Uh, we have our new sponsor here, Cap. Yeah, we're here in, in, in their headquarters. And uh, yeah, in the, in the HQ, <laughs> right, right? Of yeah. Ents, of Lips by Ents. <laughs> of, uh, I'm not sure. We'll find out what that all means. We're here with cool. the, uh, Ikram Makdan Ismail. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm pumped to be here. Yeah, hold it a little closer. Cool. Okay, hold it closer. I'm sorry I did not, I didn't, I have to cut in, I did not wear an Eagles jersey today, so I'm gonna... Well, that's, what, okay, so this is where I want to start, because your history is amazing, we want to find out about it with uh, Venmo, with Entz, but let's start with yeah. the Eagles game. Four weeks ago, roughly, you guys met at Bait by Bait and Hook. Yes, yeah, the first yeah. time we've, we're gonna be in the same room together where we don't exchange shirts. Yeah, where so. you don't make $1,000. So... From your perspective, because we've heard it from Kaplan's on the podcast, okay. he's sitting there, you're coming down the street, you see yeah. his jersey, you're like, I need a jersey. I'm rolling down the street, and my cousin and Anish, who also works at Ents, I know they're waiting for me, they have a table, and I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Because, you know, the, the, the tr truth be told, this is I haven't seen an Eagles game for like five years now. Oh, wow. and, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I, I'm just I'm like coming into the game like I'm going all in on this thing because uh, this year you know this is the, the year the Eagles the are bottom. gonna win the Super Bowl. Let's be real. I yeah, mean, we all I'm, know that. I've been yeah. an Eagles fan for like three weeks. I agree with you. So I'm walking to the I'm walking to the game like they're like yo where are you Ikram what's going on come through da 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 and then I'm like what am I gonna do to make these guys laugh. That's yeah, what I'm I thinking. Like, like <laughs> what am I gonna do? And I was like, I saw you, and I was like, holy <laughs> shit! What if I just swapped shirts with you? And I was like, okay. Now I've done this in the past. I've swapped, I've swapped shirts with oh, people. Yeah, not Have you? No, but oh I've never God. swapped someone for a jersey. And I'm thinking like, okay, in the past I had to pay someone to swap it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna come out of the gate with an offer that the guy can't. <laughs> yeah. Right. So what was it? Four hundred bucks. 500, 500, yeah. 500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So I walked forget. up to him and I said, I'll pay you 500 bucks on Venmo. And, you know, you didn't have Venmo at the time, but that's cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Founder of we Venmo. We should be the co-founder of Venmo. You know, I came in a little arrogant, a little hot. I thought right. you'd be on Venmo, but you weren't. That's cool. <laughs> so, so I was what like, you didn't okay. know is that I'm like an old man who <laughs> refuses to refuse to get with technology. You refuse well, technology. Yes. The way I cap I'm an old man holding a microphone broadcasting audio <laughs> to the world. <laughs> Refusing all technology. Kaplan also didn't know. He just thought just some guy on the street is like, well, hey, yeah. here's 500 the math in my head, I thought this was some scam, but I was like, what could the scam be? I yeah, couldn't like, even figure it out. Could like, this be a scam? And then I was like, okay, fine, I'll use PayPal. You know, we're part of the family, Venmo, <laughs> PayPal. I wouldn't have done that back in the day. Right. But because <laughs> back in the day, I would have been like, what's your phone number? I'm sending you this money through Venmo. But since PayPal owns Venmo, I'm cool with it. Right? <laughs> so we, uh, 
So he was like, yeah. And then your friends were like, uh, seems seems legit. <laughs> so I PayPal'd him uh, 500 bucks. <laughs> we swapped shirts. And uh, I treated it as a marketing expense for Ents because he, because <laughs> yes. now you're waving that shirt everywhere. Because they, let's be real, the Eagles pull off one of the biggest upsets they beat the in Steelers history. Steelers that right? week, oh, yeah, that game. was like that was unexpected. So now, now we got the whole yeah. bar. Well, and it wouldn't have happened if you hadn't swapped shirts. Absolutely not. <laughs> and here's the thing: we lost yesterday because y'all weren't there with the shirts. There's a, there's chemistry That's and there's true. a formula for every game. We did game. lose. Two, well, we lost two games we, in between the we'll, stories, you're and right. we didn't go. We're zero and three since then. When well, we, let's yeah. and so let's back up a little bit. So the first one, okay, that's day one, right? Is you meet five hundred dollars uh, done, so, and then two weeks in a row, nobody sees each other. Eagles lose. We meet back again on accident. We didn't know each other really on accident. Yeah, totally. Again, we see each other. But at I thought you might be there, so I did bring the. I didn't know it was an end shirt. You didn't explain it the first week. No, I didn't. So I I brought the mysterious shirt with the pink logo. Yeah. Kaplan, but he's wearing a jersey. I'm yeah. wearing. I a yeah. One of the weeks I bought a Carson Wentz. Jersey. And I sit down as soon as I sit down. Everyone goes ballistic. There's a fumble that led to a touchdown, right? Yeah. And then I look over, and it's you with the end shirt in your hands going, <laughs> yeah. going yada, yada, yada. And yeah, I'm like, it was, it was like a I was mind blown. I was like, holy shit. And then when I come in, because I'm a little late, I get there, and you come over, and you're like, hey, you're the ends. I mean, you're, you're the guy I bought the shirt off of. You tell us this story about how you had left it somewhere. Yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah. And you <laughs> needed a new shirt. I, I got kicked out. <laughs> by, kicked out of, and I needed you know, a new shirt. By so a girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, so, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I had to. Trust um, me, this is a big podcast. We'll get you a new girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> if you're interested in dating Ikram, you know, email us. <laughs> Venmo him. Yeah, Venmo him. <laughs> Five bucks. <laughs> and, and uh, or ends him. So. Yeah. <laughs> And so I would keep it going. So, so then, yeah, you tell us this story, and you're like, "I need so a new shirt." So I was shirt. like, "Look, I need another shirt. I'll pay a thousand bucks this time." <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and so, well, boom, we did it, and we swapped. But the cool, the cool thing is, one, I feel like you lost a couple pounds in the last, you know, year of your life. So, because <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. so, the, 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 a lot from the jersey. The, the first shirt was extra large. This was like medium, and it fit me. See, I that's first, why. That's the insight you get from someone who can create two apps that go around the yeah, world. I did, no, the first I did lose some weight. The first shirt <laughs> was a large, but it like I think it's a large, but you have to like in football, everything in like sizing, like a football fan, a large for a football fan, that's like an extra large any other shirt because they're yeah. just assuming. Yeah, I see. You know, football. F so yeah, so a medium is pretty. Okay, I didn't like mean tiny. to insult. By the way, this is completely. You know, <laughs> oh no, 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 I did lose weight. That was one of the reasons why I almost didn't have. I almost gave away that jersey. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was too big on me. That's right. anyway. And then like, some guy comes along and offers you five hundred bucks. And for so it. then, so I don't know what you're gonna wear to the next game, bro. But I'll tell you right. what, at least two thousand is 2, coming 000. out of my pocket. Right, two thousand. Take a reader poll. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? We'll find. Put it on. Throw it up on Twitter and see. At Lost in America, the maybe letter we'll ends. It too. We'll do an ends pool. Lost America pod. We'll put it on ends. Pull what jersey you want Cap to wear yeah. to the next bait to and buy. hook. I gotta buy and it. screw it. it. Come hang out with us. Yeah, yeah, come. Yeah, come. Sunday night. Are we doing it? Is or it this Sunday? Sunday? Is there a game? It's Sunday. We play the Giants. We doing bait and hook Sunday? Let's uh, do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. I'm in. All, All right. right. I mean, we, we, this is podcasted, but you know, this is in Lost Marathon, in America so. and on ends. Yeah. And on ends. It's yeah. going everywhere. So now, uh, now we're friends, and now you're here. So what we want to know. All right, what's this? How did you 
Um, I don't know if you've, you've this is your first podcast, by the way, right? First podcast ever. Yeah. Getting the scoop. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Lost in America. Well, I mean, the man who's trying to destroy podcasts, doing a podcast. <laughs> That's down. what I'm saying, baby. Yeah. <laughs> With this new Ints, it's the funny. goal of Ints is to ruin podcasts, <laughs> and we are marketing. Well, right. we don't. We really don't want to ruin podcasts. Ruin. We actually want to compliment them in a way that makes them shine. And nah, it sounds like <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> we're going down, but we're going down with the ship. It's like we're Amazon. We start with books and then we get into podcasts. <laughs> exactly. You're telling us in episode four of our podcast, <laughs> we will be delivering you groceries. So we're st- for those so- of you listening to this podcast, please switch to ends. <laughs> yes. it's, it's, it's well, we're on there too. You can find us on ends. Lost in America. I've been ending it along the way. So slash um, LOA. So wait, yeah. So how did it get going with Venmo? So Venmo started because me and a friend, uh, we were at a concert, and yeah. we look, we're looking down from the mezzanine level, and the band is handing around a tip jar. And they're like, yo, can you throw some cash in here? Like, this is 2010, or yeah. like 2009. Like, who's throwing cash into a tip jar? Do, do you do that? Yeah, that still happens at comedy shows, but keep moving. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, host, <laughs> I host on a weekly basis. <laughs> right. Please it help. Big, it wasn't uh, you too. What I'm saying else. is we need sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Just put up a Venmo sign, like Venmo me. There was a kid on television the other day oh, that at a college. You saw that? No. At a, he, there's a kid on, on at a football game, at a college football game. Yes. Put a sign up that says, Mom, Venmo me beer money. And all of these strangers sent him, like, I don't know, I think he accumulated like uh, 250 or I saw that. Payments. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was broadcasted on he television. Made thousands of dollars in like a two minute span. Yeah. It was I Venmoed ESPN. the guy. So, really, the homeless. I don't even know this guy. The homeless should get on Venmo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> they should. Why not? Yeah, no, I'm serious. I was if thinking we, about giving them, program, ho- giving them jackets in the winter. Anything that makes. That said Venmo on them. Yeah, Venmo yeah. me. Anything that makes it easier for money to be exchanged without having to give actual cash. That's right? what, yeah. So, so, we're up at the mezzanine level. We're not going to go down and give them cash. And we're thinking, like, why not? use our blackberries we had blackberries at the time to just you know appreciate the band right and you know then we you know the weekend went by cortina who i started venmo with lived in new york i lived in philly so we kind of like went our separate ways that weekend and then uh uh got back together and it and we were thinking like maybe the band thing's not going to work because we wanted we were always talking about building something that applied to everybody oh so yeah. you were going to build an app for bands to get money originally initially yeah. that's what it looked it's like bands to get money and sell merchandise like you can venmo for your t-shirts oh. etc right right but we didn't really jump in on that because we were like ah, i don't know if this is going to be this had enough appeal and right. it's not enough to of a market yeah so because we're after eight billion hearts you know what i mean yeah. right. so <laughs> that, by the way i have to give props to stevie wonder He's writing an album called 10 Billion Hearts. So, hey. Uh, I did not come up with that line. You're supposed to people you take yeah. music from. And- <laughs> Turner. <laughs> yeah, Turner. Okay, good one. So, anyway, so fast forward a couple of weeks. I'm coming to Philadelphia, to, uh, New York, to hang out with Cortina. Um, and I left my wallet in Philadelphia. But I had my BlackBerry because, you know, you always leave. You'd never leave home without your phone. Yeah, right. You know, we don't leave do that. Leave home without your wallet. Is yeah, all the time. Yeah, interesting. Um, <laughs> leave home with your, without your ID, et cetera. And Cortina ended up spending, I don't know, 250 bucks for the weekend. And at the end of the weekend, we're like, dude, why can't we just send each other money with our BlackBerries? And that's when it kind of clicked. It's like we're at a bar, you know, someone throws a credit card down and we all pay that person back with their phone. With your phone, and right? Settle it quickly. What settle year quickly. is that? That's two thousand nine, like spring of two thousand nine. So heading first into summer. To iPhone. And then, so, yeah. <laughs> so actually, we didn't switch to iPhone. So the first version of Venmo was built over text messaging, so you could use your BlackBerry. Wow. And we got a prototype up and running. Cortina and I started using it, and then uh, 
lo and behold, it was like we've built a lot of things in the past, and this was one of those ideas where people were like, "Yeah, we actually we probably think we think we use this," unlike ENTS, which is like people are like, "What the hell is that thing?" Well, well, we're working yeah, on yeah, it, yeah, but we're, we're getting no, no, no. It. I know we're getting, but it's it it. it <laughs> it's like if I look back to Venmo and everyone's like, "Yeah, I could use this to pay my bills," and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, okay, cool," and I'm like, "Yo, check out ENTS." They're like. Like what? <laughs> We're trying. Wait, different. so was Venmo? So, are you saying Venmo was like an no, overnight? Joking. So Ence is going to be a thing too. Ence yeah. is going to destroy podcasts the same way Venmo's trying to destroy cocaine industry since <laughs> no one's going to have money anymore. Exactly. So <laughs> was it an overnight? Like people were like, "Yes, that makes sense. Let's do yeah, it." But no, it was definitely not an overnight. So, it, but it was definitely an overnight. Like we loved this idea. Oh, sorry. And uh, so, <clears throat> so. Yeah, so people started using it, and we started watching this. I started watching. It was like my newspaper every morning, like watching what people were paying each other for. These are my friends. And uh, we're like, you know what? We're going to give this a shot. So we started raising some money. We got a few angel investors in. It was hard to get the first first angel investor on board, but once you get one, yep. the dominoes start to fall. Right. Yeah. And slowly but surely, Venmo became a thing. And how much, uh, if you can't say, don't say, but how much did you guys raise at the beginning? Oh, in the beginning? So the first check we received was, I'll have to verify this. Someone will verify this. 20K. 20K. Look at at Crunchbase or something. Right. Yeah. But it it was low. It was below 100K. How much did that person make with their 20K? Ah, (laughs) I bet that person made... In the millions, probably. Oh, I don't know. Wow. Great job by that guy. Wow. <laughs> Whoever you something, are. something there. I don't know. Uh, I will sell that person jersey too. Also verify on Crunchbase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but and so okay, so 2009, it, it's idea, and then what year is it the Venmo that we know today? 2012. So it took three about, years. It took about three years to get it to what you see today, where like one of the components of Venmo, you can see other people's payments if they choose to share it. Yes. So it kind of got like a social vibe. Um, it works on the app. It has overnight transfers. It's fast. It's now starting to work with other apps where you can pay like Uber or things like that, delivery.com. And here's the th- so I'm new um, back to America. I was gone for a long time. I honestly don't understand the American culture that much. I was gone for 12 years. Is it, <laughs> to me, it, it doesn't make sense. I wouldn't want people knowing who I'm sending money to my friends, but clearly Venmo has, knows more about it than I do because it's w- really successful. Is it a younger generation of people that like that? That like I, to say like, hey, that's 20 bucks thing, for dinner? Dad, he's a baby boomer and he's looking at the Venmo feed all day long. Like I think, I think people, are just, people just crave information hmm. and they especially crave information from people that they know. And one cool thing about Venmo is that it surfaces your immediate network better than any other social app out there. Like... Um, so you open up Venmo and you're seeing, pe- you're seeing, you know, your buddies paying each other and it's like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Uh, why people choose to share it. I think there's a, I think we like innately, we, inherently we have this, this natural instinct to tell people what we're up to. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't share the amount. So it's like, it's just like a Facebook post. Oh, you can't okay. choose to share the amount. And you can't, so. so. If you oh, give a okay. Really and then you can also choose not to let other people know. Absolutely. I did that the other yeah, day. It was like totally, private. You can keep it totally private. Yeah. If that's your thing. And then when did you, um, are you still involved? Or you're, you're not involved uh, anymore, right? I am, no, no, I'm no longer involved at all. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm a cheerleader on the side. I love right. Venmo. I still use it. Yeah. Uh, still, clearly, you are I mean, a player. It's a cap, you got Kaplan to sign up for it. You're yeah, going around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, forgot. Yeah. The second time we, we exchanged Venmo instead you of. You made me, yeah, to get that grant. So still be. Did your friend ever give that to you or what happened? Oh, I knew I forgot something. No, no, I did. Uh, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But then I signed up, so he then voted it to me. So nice. Now we're all good. 
I'm on. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I just. But I just got it maybe six months ago. But it must have been blown up for years. I was just in a whole other country, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's only in the last two years that it started to, to start of. At my I mean, wedding this summer in California, everybody was using it. Everyone's like, "Just Venmo me, Venmo, right. Venmo, Venmo, Venmo me." Wedding gifts, sir. They were just sending it to each other to pay for dinner or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, I used yeah. to be like, I'd go for a drink with someone and I'd get them a drink and I'd be like, oh, you know, get next round or whatever. And like, oh, just vending money you the $7. And I always felt like, that's just either give me the money or don't. I don't need, you know, it seems like, uh, so then I was always like, ah, I'm not going to do that. Right. And now then you came along right to, you know, door to door. Door get to me door. to sign up, and, you know. <laughs> made me an offer. Yo, I'm still going door to door. That's yeah, I know. I like that's it. amazing. That's what so, so. I'm kind of like a glorified door to door salesman. Yeah. How did you guys get? <laughs> you it's, basically, it's yeah, that. you're the uh, what's his name, uh, Willie Loman, Willie Loman of the uh, social networking. Yes. Yeah. So, how did you go from just getting your friends to use it, right, to getting it? What's the next like level it jumped to? Like everybody at your college, or you it know, went, it went from friends to their friends. That's it's literally how it spread, and then. Mom's paying daughters, dad's paying daughters. and it People you knew or sons, people in your city sons. or did it, it bounce it, global, I, I mean, it, national I, right away? It was New York City was where, it, New York and Philadelphia is where the early core was. Okay. And it spread from there. And then we had a little contingency in San Francisco. Okay. But I would say. <laughs> a lot of people go out in New York without I would say money. New York City is where, so they <laughs> you know, you're, you're talking about the person that just graduated from school, all of a sudden has to pay paid you know time warner or whatever you use yeah right? all you get all of a sudden you get hit with all these bills and then every penny starts to count and like that's that was we that was the you know first five hundred thousand users it's amazing and so now or so you know something like that yeah <laughs> how many people are using it now so that i don't know i wish yeah. i knew but <laughs> and with um so now with <laughs> i feel like everyone is but you know and so it's the last holdout. So now that I'm in, I think everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cavill was the last one. Although we're not international yet, it's not international yet. But that's I'm sure that's going to come. Sometime. Well, we have listeners everywhere. Let's bring it so. to China. We have. Uh, yeah, there's, com- there's a competition already pretty well established out there. But well. we can get in everywhere else. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll get in Singapore, or wherever. So uh, now to Ince. This is the one we're going to blow up. Right. right? This, is, this is where this, this is, is, is bigger future. than Venmo. Possibly. Yeah. And so when did <laughs> when did this idea come along? This came from me uh, composing an album. So, you know, I, like everybody else, I'm an aspiring musician. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so after, ve- after my time at Venmo was done, I met my friend Mama Duba, uh, who is a Senegalese, who's from Senegal, a bass player, very, very good, someone that I connect with musically. And we, uh, we started composing an album, kind of off the cuff, very natural. Um, we started, we were, you know, we started off by meeting once a week and then all of a sudden we're meeting twice a week. Then now it's like an everyday thing for us. And in the process of composing this album, one of the challenges was, challenges we were facing is capturing those good song ideas um, in the moment. So we built the first version of Ents, which sits on your computer. And what it does is it just listens to you. And if you hear something, if the microphone, the microphone is on, and if you hear something, you if you're working on a song, you're riffing and you hear something you like, you just hit one button and it grabs up to five minutes. Yeah, so Ince, is, you described it to me a couple of weeks ago, is basically it's, or someone said this, it's like Twitter, but with talking. Yeah, Twitter right? for sound, basically. Twitter for sound. So it could be speaking, it could be music. It could be anything the microphone picks up. 
Yeah. And I was doing it this past weekend. I was in yeah, Indiana. Yeah, I listened to you, uh, the marching band. At yeah, Indiana. the Notre Dame marching band right. was going I don't know by. If you, knew it was, you, you sent it to everybody. I inadvertently listened to one of your. Uh, yeah, some <laughs> I don't know what work. I was conversations. Some things. Some yeah. conversations. But yeah. here's the thing. I, I've st- so beyond just music, I had this thing on on my computer, and all of a sudden, like if my friends came over, I was like, "Yo, that's really funny. Let me end that." And and naturally decided to. I just had this instinct to just share some of the sounds that I was hearing with other people. Yeah. So, you know, we thought about it for a year. I thought about it for a year. And then at some point I was like, you know what? This could be a thing. Like people people quickly releasing audio snippets Seems around like them the to the world. the natural progression of where we're going. Like I'm going to end this right now. Yeah. Bam. Boom. It's just this conversation it's you can hear on Ants and on your podcast. So I'm moving faster than y'all. Yeah, well, you're moving really fast. <laughs> this, pod, this podcast comes out Wednesday. Today it's Tuesday. It's It'll on Ants right now. Old Ants exactly. news then. That's it. You so got, we're done. I'm going to come. Oh, wait, are you, do you have a show tonight? Um, I do. I'm hosting a show at 10 o'clock tonight, which is yesterday for you. But I'm also hosting a show at 10 o'clock Wednesday <laughs> at the Village Lantern. Okay, got yeah. it, got it. Yeah, yes, got a big show. Are you gonna on. do? Are you gonna do a bit tonight? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna commence it. Come hang out. Yeah, we're gonna come, come hang out. We're gonna go to your show. We'll end it for those of you listening. Where you does the word check, end check, from? check, check, check him out in the wild, yo. Yeah. Check out. Ter- yeah, check me out at the, check Lan- the Village the Lantern. Wild. Turner uh, Sparks. Um, so, Ents comes from, uh, it's short for ensemble. Uh, it means uh, people in Arabic, agreement in Latin. And it also, I just found out it means teach in Spanish. It's also oh, wow. a town in Germany. Holy wow. crap. So, I think we're going to have to open an office there. We should do, every week, we should find another meaning for another language. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. Yo, I'm in. Uh, I'm in. Immense, baby. And we'll just make stuff up if we have to. No, well, one, no one's going to check it, our listeners. So what's cool about being here is that every time we come back, there's like new features to Ints. You guys are working on it. Oh, yeah. We got a, we, we have a team dedicated 24-7. We're just we're trying to crack it again, you know? Yeah. It, it took a while at Venmo. It was, you know, what, what made it, ha- I think, eventually, ultimately what gets companies off the ground is endurance, persistence, and just like being able to be flexible. And yeah. Like every single day we're making a decision and we're taking away a decision we made yesterday. Sure. And you had the energy to do it once. You feel like you have the energy to do it again? Yeah, and then I'm out. Then you're out? (laughs) Then it's just music? I'm I'm dedicating my life to Ents. So this is your last project. This is my last. Farewell tour. He's like the Kobe of the app. (laughs) I mean, one of the things I like about Ents is it kind of allows you to live beyond your existence because every Ents is archived. (laughs) You you, you live beyond yourself with Ents. Sure. So I'm thinking like, look, I want to give all the librarians 500 years from now a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're well, literally out after this. And I'm like, no, we need you around a few more years. You need to be on Earth. You need to give all the lawyers uh, a lot of work. Great device for. Yeah. Uh, I don't oh, want man. this conversation to be your final thing. I got all these, like, fam- uh, f- these, what do you call it? Life, su- life insurance planners calling me up now. Yeah. And they're like, yo, so we're out in a couple of years. We all heard you on the Lost in America podcast oh, yeah. that millions yeah. of us listened our, to. Our, our lawyer, Blue Shirt, our yeah, counsel. Yeah. We'll be combing through that to see if anything can be deciphered. But Well, and now, okay, so now um, we're on it. Are you guys looking for money? Are you already done with money? How are you? Well, we're always looking for money. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some our way. <laughs> you take it by Venmo. I mean, I, have, I, have, I, need to, I need to find some way of funding my jersey purchases. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that doesn't come out of... If you invest in it, <laughs> yeah. not, it's not being... It's uh, not being funneled into, into, yeah, into funnel. Eagles games. Okay. I, Although I will clear say, I, uh, we, ha- we have all made an agreement. If the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl, we're buying every ad. Somehow. Yes, I'm the Super Bowl ends <laughs> and oh lost in America. Nice. Oh my God! <laughs> now I'm the biggest. Ad. I'm the biggest Eagles fan of all time. Now, <laughs> yeah. what's our Carson Wentz? Let's do it. I don't know if you watched the game Sunday night, but 
Uh, uh, man, I, that game that game was a drag, man. It, uh, what what happened there? Yeah, we we had a little play calling issues. We had that game, but is know. there any way we can like buy new players for the team or trade or whatever you do in America? I don't know that you're up. We can do it, but we need to know. do something to get this team to the Super Bowl so we can get ads for yeah. rents. If it blows up, can you buy the Eagles? Oh, I'm yeah. down. That has to be another thing. I would. Yo, you want to coach the Eagles? Yes, <laughs> I want to coach right, the Eagles. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, uh, we gotta. Yeah, I was thinking people uh, no, could ends. We'll have an, We'll have a person dedicated to ends because like that's Kaplan. I'll coach. Yeah, okay. Okay. he can be the one on the sidelines. No, but I was it. thinking like so. I you we, don't even need that big huge like circle thing that they hold on the sidelines for sound, right? <laughs> no, no. Right, so sorry. I was thinking like we used ends to e- we ends the Eagles game on Sunday, and I listened back to the whole thing, and I'm like, yeah, there's some there's some pretty smart people in the audience. Like if the coaches were listening to these these people just you know heckling slash giving advice, I'm like, sure that's what coaches would like. That's yeah, me. I, I feel like in the future there's going to be like a special teams like there's going to be like a special ENTS analyst. A special like <laughs> while the game is going on, what listening to ENTS is coming in because you never know. What if someone like saw something you didn't, and you heard it, like, right there. It Wait, becomes yeah, a competitive be, advantage. Like, espionage on the other team's sideline. You could do all kinds. to the coach oh, right. speak. And then it. And sit back. Or what I was thinking Oh, shoot. Is, That's right. What, uh, I didn't think about that. Or what about reporters? I was thinking about this. Like, after the game... Yeah, they just ends the comment. Like, they just ends the news, the press conference, and it immediately goes to the internet. They don't have to, like, upload it any other no, way, whatever. Fast. You know? Get on it, America. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you waiting the for? World. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't just mean America. China, no. everybody who's listening. Yeah, no, we gotta have we some got Chinese friends. people on ends for we have sure. Chinese listeners, we have uh Ireland, Sri Lanka. You got, you're gonna get some Sri Lankan listeners, Morocco, Sri- Zimbabwe. Sri Let's get them all. My whole yeah, heritage. Those are my favorite listeners. We're gonna get uh, honest T <laughs> rap, we're gonna get Tom Tweezy. Yeah. They're all all of our listeners are gonna get on there. Yeah. Right? Uh, so to find ends, it's um they just go to the app store and then you know, start making ends. You awesome. can put it on Facebook, Twitter. You can put your ends on lips. <laughs> that lips, ends, whatever. Do it it's all. Go, it's all. If you want to make, a, if you want to get on something that's going to be get a billion, ends. make a billion dollars. Get ends. Um, find us on there. We're going to be insing stuff soon. Nice. I'm going to ends you tonight. Yeah, we're, let's do it. I think he's already ends this. Actually. Oh yeah, we've already been in. Your podcast is already live. Yeah, but it's <laughs> amazing. But the cool thing about it is that yours is going to be more produced. This is kind of like. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's don't, two different don't ways give to away find the us. secrets. <laughs> yeah. So, Ikram, awesome man. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you for I'm doing it. I'm not going to shake your hand because no one can see that. <laughs> right. Good point. But I, I kind of want to shake your hand. That's the next app. Instant video app. <laughs> okay. It's like a camera following you at all times. <laughs> all right, we're to gonna that. we're gonna get to our news. Ikram, we'll see you at Bait and Hook. Thank you. On all right. Sunday. Thanks a lot. All Let's right. Go Bring a jersey. Bring a jersey. All right. Yes, I'm gonna go get the jersey now. Peace out. All right. Let's get to the news. Should we do it? There's a ton going on. Get the music on. Play the music. News of the day. All right. So before we get to everything, we have some news from a character, a a person in episode two that we talked about, this was Rabbi McDreamy. Oh, Rabbi McDreamy. This was your guy. Was the guy who almost married us, but didn't. Yeah, but didn't. He was going to be your, he was going to be, why Why well, was, you talked about this before, but to recap, why was he not your rabbi for your wedding? He was just a little too spiritual. I thought you said he was too attractive. Oh, yes, he was too, well, that was my <laughs> nice way of saying most spiritual people are attractive. And as we all know, the, the the woman, the bride has to be the most beautiful woman at the wedding. The groom should be the most handsome man on the stage. 
Right. You want uh, to, to have the event blessed, but you don't want the rabbi stipping your bride. <laughs> exactly. Else. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have an update on Rabbi McDreamy. Rabbi McDreamy. It turns out Rabbi McDreamy, unfortunately, has fallen upon hard times. He's left the cloth. He's left the cloth. According to his Facebook page, he has, uh, let's see, his wife has left him. Um he he was the most eligible bachelor for a time in uh we're in Allentown PA, right? In Boston, Boston. Sorry, in Boston where yeah. you got married. And he was everyone was in love with him. He ended up getting married. Now he has uh I don't know if he cheated or what happened. Let's, let's speculate. <laughs> but he's div- we have to get our lawyer. <laughs> he's blue. divorced. Um he has I'm reading through this blog post uh for the greater part of the year I've been taking First of all, he's got a blog post where there's a picture of him. And he's in like it's like his back is to us, so I'm assuming that's him. He can't see a face, and he he looks like Ryan Gosling almost in this picture. <laughs> like a, he's a good looking dude, but he's got like a vest, like a North Face vest, and and a hoodie, and he looks like he's about to like climb a mountain. I'm sure he was, yeah, something. So anyway, in the yeah, he's so in this blog post, he says, uh, yeah, his life's really taking a left turn. His wife left him. Uh, his I, I a lot of introspection. He's he's left. Uh, the the what do you call it? It's not priesthood. What do you call? It? He's not a rabbi anymore. He's not a rabbi anymore. He's moved to. Is he moved to Israel? And most importantly, now that his life has completely fallen apart, he's become a life coach. Right. Which so, is what people do. Which that's, is that's what ha- you think. Well, have that in China. Well, yeah. First of all, my my sister in law. Fantastic life coach. Right. Well, there's yes, there's, there there's, are exceptions. There's, no, well, there's, there's. She started this. Now you know everyone's copying her. I never even heard of a life coach until her. <laughs> she branded it right. She was the uh, the Carlin of comedy <laughs> in life coaching. Right, life coaching. She was doing it in the '60s. She was going, you know, performing everywhere before they even had comedy clubs, right. or whatever life coach clubs, life um, coach clubs. And so then this guy, Rabbi McDreamy, he's joining. He's really getting in late. For I real think life coach. He was coaches. kind of put on in this world to be a life coach, though. McDreamy? Yeah, because, you know, he can probably, whatever, like, I mean, the women are going to, they're going to be listening to him, to his life coaching, whatever he tells them to do. He was, <laughs> he always <laughs> wanted like, hello. To be a First of all, Kaplan, uh, your wife's beautiful. And right. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, but here's, here's the thing to keep this moving forward. We're trying to get him on the pod, right? We are we are reaching out to him. We're reaching out to him. We're gonna find out about his new life at some point in the future. Yeah, and uh, him and Billy Bush might have to do a uh, their own pod. <laughs> well, yeah, Billy Bush. That was a controversial figure. If you listen to the end of the last pod, yes, he said some things. I can stand behind some <laughs> things. I don't know if I can. Sounds like he needs a life coach. I think maybe he should he go to McDreamy. Might need to meet McDreamy, and uh, you know, both of their lives have fallen apart. I don't know if there's any locker room talk out there from McDreamy that's going to yeah. come out in the near future. Well, what I do know is I'm on this blog and this is like a fresh off the presses. He's got a new entry as if he's listening to us and oh. it's <laughs> how to find say? light during winter's darker days. He's going through some very dark days. And it's, it's. I mean, it's just, it's like us. It's like he puts words, like sentences into a computer program that like recalculates it into like spiritual mumbo jumbo that Here's, he, he <laughs> talks like a guy that is like trying to convince a girl at a bar that she should hook up with him even though he's married. You know, that like, uh, I'm cheating, but it's called, like, this is what he says. Well, does it make sense for you? Is he goes, you have a path to walk, which is yours and yours alone. Right. He speaks in Facebook memes. Like, yeah. he's like, <laughs> and those like things you see people post, and it means something. I don't know what, but. 
And while you, you're here for a reason and you have a purpose, life is anything but simple. Like he just says stuff that you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, but then actually like, what the hell does that even mean? Right. Don't allow their life or the light of these holidays to disappear because of the darkness of their loss. Flip it around and allow that chair to be a source of light during these days and all year long. Like, Oh, so he's like the AC Slater, like <laughs> chair backwards, chat on backwards. All you have to do is see them, quotes, acknowledge their darkness, open yourself up to them. It's, it's, Kaplan. Every, any point, I don't know if they read the whole thing. You just like find a. Whatever we do, we have to get this guy on the podcast. We do. We do. Can we make it happen? And then I'm going to, re- maybe we'll renew our vows. And then you renew I'm your vows. Randy up. On the pod. On the pod. We renew our vows. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's, let's, let's make it happen. Done. Okay. Next news item. Um, for the University of Michigan class of 2020, so the freshmen this year, right. they have a new rule. You get to decide what your teachers call you, what pronoun they use. It can be man, it can be sir, it can be mister, it can be missus, or it could be anything. Because now yes. I've just found out coming back to America that unlike every other country in the world, here in the United States, you don't, you're not, humans are not limited to being a man or a woman. You can be whatever you want. Right. Right? We can. Yeah, but I okay, I don't understand how, and I know that makes me like a racist and a bigot. Not racist. What is it? <laughs> it's no, not sexist. What is it? Yeah, what is it? It's, it's some kind of ist. It's something. But I was talking to my friend, a good friend of mine, <laughs> is that a, word? a good friend of mine who's very very progressive was uh, was baffled and taken aback by the fact that I did not not already know that. Yeah, I mean because I was, we were talking about the men's and Have women's. Have you been to a bathroom recently? No. No, but that's what I said to him. The men's and women's bathroom. I know everyone's talking about this. The men's and women's bathroom. And then uh, I was like, yeah, but sometimes it's like they have a in China now. It's just like man or woman. Like they just put a sign, man or women. And he was like, well, that's that's racist or whatever, genderist. And I'm like, how? He's like, well, not everyone's a man or a woman. But see, in China, like you put giraffes in there. Like, what is <laughs> but it? But I mean, in China, Does make me right wing to right. think this way. Is there is there a transgender community in in China? I mean, in Thailand for sure. Right, but that's it was, different. They yeah. were like the origin. I yeah. was going 2004. Lady boys. Yeah, they yeah. were uh, paving the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little different though, because people are going there as tourists. It's not exactly the same as the. Uh, no, as but those are genuine. Those are still people. Right, right, right. I know they're people. I'm not, <laughs> nah, you're I'm saying, just saying it's, it's get blue not, shirt the lawyer in here. <laughs> yes, our legal counsel. Um, but anyway, you were so, so. Let's go back to the story. Right. This brave child at. University of Michigan, uh, sorry, not 18-year-old, he's an adult, has decided to call himself His Majesty. So all of the... Very brave. Very brave. I mean, that's the name of the article. So brave. Our, our, our anti-PC hero of the week. Is that a new yeah, segment? that's what we're going to call him. Our anti-PC, which needs to be a new segment. Yes. Anti-PC hero of the week. Play the music. We need to get his kid on the air. At least give him what's his shout out. What's his name? This kid. What's his Majesty's or his Excellency's name? The article just has a picture of like a king. Oh, it doesn't say his name. From like the fifteen, fourteen hundreds. His name's Grant Strobel, and um, yeah, his pronoun is His Majesty. So I guess when he's in class now, every time. But how do they even like? Like yeah, so you have these his majesty starting to interrupt, but they like the teachers have to remember this the whole year. Every every single student they have. Well, it's going to be hard to forget His Majesty. Right, but I mean, for everyone else. 
Well, if it's I mean, most of the time, it's probably easy if it looks like a dude. Well, it's now a dude. you're being you're discriminating. Oh, now assuming I'm, that oh my gosh. most people are. I don't want like a, a letter from the. Yeah. What are they called? Trans. I, I just, it's not going on a huge rant, but this is a ridiculous story because you have to, as a child, get used to the real world, and people who mean the real world aren't going to know to respect your whatever gender you are. You have to be, you know, you're if you are a guy, you're well, a guy. That's how people are going to view you, and when you go for job interviews or whatever. So, I don't know. Another example of of kids in college being. Uh, I do find it hard for me to know what to say. Like, here's one thing I, I will say. That outside of America, <laughs> right. it's pretty simple. Right. Like, you can call people what you think they look like, right? Hey, You hey. call people by their name if you know them. If you don't know them, you yeah. don't call them anything. But, I mean, what? I mean, this is ridiculous. And I don't if you if you mess up, I don't think people get that offended. But here, it's, yeah, you got It's hard be, enough to have a conversation with somebody to, like, be interesting. Now I have to spend the whole time thinking about pronouns of stories I'm telling or he <laughs> oh wait no I didn't just say he I should well so, and this kid's gonna get offended because I'm like hey Steve and he's like excuse me sir it's his majesty yeah exactly so I mean I, I like someone taking a stand alright and I applaud him Mr. Your Majesty Your Majesty you are anti-PC I, sal I salute you anti-PC hero of the week alright next story alright folks this is the biggest story we found on the internet I think it's the biggest story on the internet yeah it's dividing America a woman sues Kentucky I can't even get it out woman sues Kentucky fried chicken for underfilling her bucket I mean it's the ultimate American news story this is the most American thing I could find right is I don't see that happening in it. first of all lawsuit that's American right people don't sue in other countries when I used to, at least when I was in China they don't we, you barely had to have insurance running your business <laughs> because they'd be like, yeah, no one's going to sue you. And, I, and if they do sue you, all they get is the damages. Like if they fell off a roof and <laughs> right. broke a leg, you have to pay them for just the hospital bill. But is there's there like no, a Chinese Talmud that, uh, that makes that ruling? Like where do they come up with that? You just pay. Where you don't, <laughs> I don't know, but that's the law. So you pay whatever the actual damages are. There's no stress. There's no like right. future job loss. So if, so you're what are you, if, if you, you go to law school in China, how do you make a living then? Um, you don't. Oh, There's no. They don't want lawyers. At least they don't cut a finger <laughs> off. But like, so, but KFC's big in China, right? I mean, so this is something you can relate to. It's huge. It's like the national food. Yeah, that's what I've heard. You know, I'm sure she had enough chicken. First of all, there's no way. Yeah, that she was like. Uh, going on her way to Pilates, <laughs> and this happened. Yeah. Right? So, so KFC, if you want to sponsor us, we clearly are on your side. It says that the um. It's hard to put a, a finite value on the horror of discovering your $20 KFC uh, bucket <laughs> isn't as filled up as the one in the I picture. I could put a finite value of $20. But a brave <laughs> woman, New York woman, and her attorney are going to try. Um, it doesn't say how much they're suing for, but she calls it, uh, in quotes, a lot of BS. Right. That it wasn't as filled up as she wanted it to be. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It's a really slippery slope if we're going to take every advertisement. You know. Are you just going slippery slope angle on every? That's uh, my, I'm very I'm last one, week. One trick pony. Slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm no, no, no. Keep going. But you know, there's because every ad is uh, misleading. I mean, the subway footlongs are 11 inches. Apparently, that was another lawsuit. Nobody sued Subway because their uh, spokesman was a child molester, but they sued him for the 11 inch subway. <laughs> uh, so, and by the way, I don't know if that's another news item this week, but it broke that Subway. Um, was knew about this guy Jared years ago that he liked the underage girls, 
and they decided that they just kind of covered it up, or they they uh, didn't really, they kind of ignored it. Which, yeah, because he's pushing sandwiches. But I just find it like I'm not saying they sh- you should ever cover things up, but I find that what was his talent exactly that they needed to cover up? He like, was a fat guy that ate <laughs> Subway sandwiches. It was irreplaceable. Like I could have gotten fat and eaten Subway and skinny down right. for like that the, kind of like money. The Cubs are going to see past Chapman's, uh, you know, wife beating because he's a really good closer and he might win the World Series. But was Jared Fogle really bring? I mean, the subway. <laughs> well, I, I can see what you're saying. What you're saying is, at some point, we're going to learn that the Colonel has been molesting kids, and they've been covering it up for years because of the buckets. Is that right? I'm not saying that. I know <laughs> <our> lawyers. <laughs> Kaplan is on record. I'm not saying blue that. shirt. Well, yeah, be on. Get a letter from the Kentucky Fried Chicken Association of America. Oh my, it's coming. The Cubans, and now you, I don't know if Billy Bush can get you out of this one. All right, next news item. Let's get to it. And this might be the last one um, because it looks like we're running out of time. So last news item of the day. Kaplan, you're going to have a lot to say about this. Oh, right. What uh, is it? It's because it, it involves parents. Oh, yes. I'm the guy. We're here. living a dream, says these parents, who they earn more than $1 million a year making YouTube videos of their children playing with toys. Mark and Rhea, who prefer not to share their last names. Yeah. Why? Well, because they're, they're scumbags. They're probably not reporting this on the taxes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> upload videos starring their children to their YouTube channel. I'm not. Even, I'm not going to promote it. I can't pronounce it anyway. Hulayan no, no. Maya. No, no. All right, I'm going to stop right here. Do not promote it. Yeah, which receives more than three million views a day. Cap, what do you think? All right, this. Yeah, this does not surprise me at all. One of the things, if I was doing a lost in parenting segment of what <laughs> what life is like as a parent that you don't know about, is that YouTube is littered with. Um, these uh, these stories these uh, these stories these uh, programs that are uh, just the weirdest things like I-, I wouldn't even say you need to advertise because if you just go on YouTube and just type in like toys and any Disney show or any show Octonauts or Paw Patrol any of these shows you would just get all these hits and you click on them and it's not the actual show it's like people adults and their kids. And egg, giant eggs and weird props, and they're they're acting. What? They're it's hard to explain, but they're like in costumes. They like wear like costumes for the characters. Oh, like they, fr- furries or whatever. Yeah, and they sort of act out like shows, but there's no or they or they sometimes they even play with the toys. Like, um, if only there was a show. I mean, a YouTube. Only you can get a million hits on YouTube for losing your kid. In the Allentown Fair or whatever. <laughs> no, but they, so, I, and my favorite is there's this little girl, there's this little blonde girl, like 10 years old, who sits in this pink car and just drives it around a motorized pink car over suburban <laughs> street. And my my daughter watches it. She calls it Super Pass Car. She, like, we saw a pink car once in the street, the same car and a blonde girl in it, a different one. And she looked at her like she was a celebrity. She was like, so super fast cars coming. And I looked at the other day at YouTube, and this site had 2.7 million views. Oh, my gosh. Only like 700,000 of those are for my daughter. So like 2 million other views. And how much money do you get off those? Like 10 cents a view? I don't know. The article, I think, is telling you. But like... Over a million dollars a year. Yeah. I mean, this is what pe- we should be doing. Why well, are you why aren't you doing... That's my next question. Why aren't you doing this with your kids? Put them in a fast car. And, yeah, but if you can make a million and a half dollars a year, I would have a kid for that purpose. Right. Like, hey, yeah, let's get to it. We got to start, you know, we need to pay rent. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's, uh, you know, when she gets here. I'm for it. You can inform her of this. I say I'm for it. But, yeah, I just, I mean, I cannot express enough how great they are for for getting your kids to just, if you want to half control the TV, 
and you want your kids to not like bother you, stick them in front of a computer and YouTube or an iPad. They can all figure it out. Give them a YouTube, <laughs> and they will go. And they just they they link up. They're like you know it'll be like other shows. So like they are all next to each other. Okay, and you can do all the weird stuff. Not only could I make millions of dollars if I had a kid, but then I have I don't look like the weirdo giving out candy. On Halloween. Yeah, if you would have sat there at the stoop and you would have had uh, your phone on YouTube with super fast car or like the Octonauts and a giant egg or any of these other weird That's the modern shows. day van. Yeah, by that's the, way. the modern day van. Child that, molester van. Well, yeah, that or bubbles. If you sit at a playground. Just bubbles? With bubbles, let me tell you, or water balloons in the summer. <laughs> by the way, you're currently giving people advice. I'm giving all the pedophiles <laughs> out there lots of tips because when I'm in the playground, let me just tell you. Uh, if the mom, it's usually a mom because if a dad does it, it doesn't. Oh my gosh! Weird. I'm so glad a, we're at like yeah. the 59th minute of yeah. this show. If there's a parent and they have bubbles, all the kids come running over. They're like going nuts. If you have water balloons, they're the kids are climbing all over you, strangers. It's very uncomfortable. You're like, get away from me! I don't want. This is kids, yeah. This, this is, is what this I like about on. this is our show. By the way, it starts out clean, yeah. and then it just ramps up, well, and I'm, by the end, this it's is clean as Billy it gets. Bush I'm telling people how to look out for pedophiles, or you're telling people how to become a pedophile. It's a fine line. Well, it's, it's like it's like telling people how to look out for terrorists or how to make a bomb on the internet. It's, it's the two sides of the same coin. Yeah, it's the same thing. So, you know, watch out for the bubble and the uh, and the and the water balloon. If someone, if you see some 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 sketchy looking dude show up at the park with candy bubbles <laughs> and like a water balloon that's, like uh, gun, that's a Bermuda Triangle. Of, He's of, a uh, trifecta. <laughs> Don't even. You see something, you say something, you call the police. <laughs> you just run over and just tackle him. That's gonna be me next week. That's what people were thinking yeah. when they were looking yeah. at me. Or yeah, he was giving out candy. Giving out candy with a with golf a hat on. Yeah, golf hat. So, yeah, <laughs> oh these gosh. are my tips. All right, that's all we have time for. Next, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna try to get uh, Rabbi McDreamy on here at some yeah, point. Next week. We also we heard your calls. People were writing in. Uh, people were coming up to me on the streets saying they love Joe Schaefer. They loved the whole. Uh, dating between China, but they want to hear the woman's perspective. We're going to get a woman in here. We're going to get a woman. We're going to have our first woman <laughs> a real sometime. woman. Very soon. I don't know if it's next week. I, I'm going to sit out on the stoop and see who I can <laughs> find. Take out a personal ad. Take out. A, do people still do that? Yeah, go on Tinder. I'm going to go on Craigslist. You're, yeah, you're allowed on Tinder. And uh, tell people a, a I got match. a bowl full of candy <laughs> and a podcast. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, Kaplan's here. Yeah. So we'll see who we can get, but that's all. Thank yeah. you all for coming out. I've, I've got to run. The Sixers just made a trade. I got to go check it out. So 70s, so, yeah, thank you to uh, Ikram, our guest. Fantastic. Kaplan, what do you got left to say? Get get lost. Get, get lost! <laughs> Bobby, I-